Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. My name is Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us your Word, Lord, and just giving us this opportunity to come together and discuss your Word, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us revelation, Lord, so that we're able to grow inside of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. I'm glad to have you with us as we continue our discussion and study in the book of Acts. And this morning, we are beginning chapter 16. So, that being said, can I get a volunteer to read verses 1 through 5, please? I will. All right, Layla. Then he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go on with him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region, for they all knew that his father was Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered to them the decrees to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Hmm. Wow. Amen. Yes, there's, there's much in there. So we're only doing the five verses okay. at, a, at a time, this, this go around. So... As is our custom, the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and of course, to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I will quickly begin. You'll quickly begin? All right, go for it, LaCharles. Um, one thing that the Lord was showing me here was that if we look, this is among the top two places that saw, um, Paul was persecuted with Barnabas. He was stoned in Derby. And then Iconium is when the riot started. Mm-hmm. And they had a flea. And the Lord was just showing me here was that, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, it wasn't the Lord still has a purpose in everything he does. Unless he's telling you not to return, um, not necessarily should you go on by yourself on how you think, but unless he's giving you permission to stop what you're doing, you're supposed to keep on going in what he's telling you to do. And it reminds me of something else, Mama, you had said when um, Barnabas and Paul had went to Jerusalem and you were saying that the Lord was telling them that their work was not done. They still had work to finish. It wasn't a one-time ordeal and then magically they're finished with their work, but it was a continual process that they had to walk through. Hmm. And, and another thing that I found interesting was that when Paul took Timothy and he circumcised it because... His father was a Greek. Um, I found that point interesting because up until this point, Paul had been saying that they didn't need to be circumcised. It didn't matter from the circumcision mm-hmm. aspect of it. But then when he gets Timothy, he decides to circumcise him because of the Jews around them. Mm-hmm. And how I just found that interesting that he went, he went and did that with Timothy. Then also that he took Timothy with them. Then we just see in the previous section that he was saying, I'm unwilling to take somebody who did not go on the work with us when Timothy <laughs> was nowhere close to the work. 
Right. So you're seeing inconsistency in, in that statement as though it were important. Like you weren't there the first time, so you can't go now, which it just said that it was a personal, you know, so a personal issue that he was having, which is fine. And the Lord reconciled that later uh, as he's, yes, as Paul submitted to the, to the understanding and the teaching and the will of the Holy Spirit and learning from him. He, he got to understand that. So you referenced Acts chapter 14, um, verses 19 and 20 says then jews from antioch and iconium came there and having persuaded the multitudes they stoned paul and dragged him out of the city supposing him to be dead however when the disciples gathered around him he rose up and went into the city and the next day he departed with barnabas to derby so they're they're back around areas and territories that haven't been peaceful for them which is what you were referencing there were hard things that happened um but they weren't dissuaded from pursuing God and the will and the plan of God because hard things happened because they were persecuted. Instead, they were more diligent to do what God said because they saw how important it was. Um, Now, when it comes to Timothy, he is in kind of a pickle because the letters were for the Gentiles Mm -hmm. that didn't have to be circumcised. But here he is half Jewish. So that meant, you know, there are certain places that he couldn't go and when you have, um, especially for, for the, that time and the, the Jewish people there, when you have a, I'll say biracial, if you want to think uh-huh. about it that way, person, and especially when it came to one of the parents being Jewish, they had certain stipulations of, well, if, if it's the mom, you get to be Jewish. If it's not the dad, we don't count it because, you know, dads were having children with harlots and all over the place because they were engaging in sexual immorality and not being obedient to Mary, who God told them to marry. And avoid what he said to avoid, which was not about their race. It was about their belief systems. Um, and he said, don't marry someone up that serves a different God than you, whether it's a male or a female. For a man marrying a female and a woman marrying a male, mm-hmm. don't marry someone of a different religion. Don't marry people who worship idols because they're going to turn your heart away. It was never about their ethnicity because God made us all from one blood. All Amen. All were made. All of all the lineages and generations and mankind was made. So for Timothy here, he couldn't go into the synagogue without these crazy folks trying to kill him because he lived physically like a Gentile because of his dad. So right at this point, they're still in the process of delivering letters. They haven't all been delivered. Yes. And so for, for this standpoint, it was Timothy's decision. Well, even though Paul is the one who took him there, Timothy mm-hmm. is a grown man. And you can say, no, player, you ain't going to touch that. Or, you know what I mean? I'm not doing it. He can say any of those things if that was his heart's desire. But maybe he wanted to connect more with his Jewish Jewish side and to have the opportunity to go into the synagogues or things of that nature. Maybe that was what he decided. And then Paul helped him walk that out versus Paul... Um, inflicting it upon him which is kind of like when you read it it might mm-hmm. sound like like you gonna get circumcised today boy and that may not have been how it actually happened you guess part of my <laughs> part of my voice is in the background how i think about things but that's kind of how it's animated <laughs> in my mind you know it, it may not have been him forcing it upon him versus saying okay i understand if you want to connect with your jewish heritage and and do that and as your walk with the Lord, but it's different than compelling someone and, and you as a human excluding them from the plan of God because you don't like where they are and you think they should meet your stipulations in order to see God when God didn't say that. So um, so, so at the core of that, it's outward appearance. Right. 
So you have no right, human being, whoever you are, wherever you are, to put your outward opinion on someone else's outward appearance. Mm-hmm. Appearance. God is the one who judges the hearts. That's all through the scriptures. Uh, that was even in the covenant when he first explained it to Abraham. The Lord did. Uh, about the circumcision being of the heart. Mm-hmm. And so here, as Timothy, being old enough to make his own decisions, and also we'll we'll read later um, that his mother, in, in the books written to Timothy, that his mother, in 2 Timothy, was a woman of faith, right? And so was yes, his grandmother. Yes. So stir up the gift that's on the inside of you is what the Apostle Paul tells him there as his son in the faith. So when, you, when you're thinking about it, I don't, I don't see this as hypocrisy. Oh, um, no, mommy. And there may be some wisdom that the Holy Spirit provided because Paul also learned, I become all things to all men. Yes. So that I may win some. Not that he was being um, double-minded or two-faced. Whoever you're around, you shift your personality. And, you know, like if you're with this crew, you're acting this way. And then you're with another crew, you act a different way. Not saying that, but saying, I understand where you are and I can relate to you where you are. And him being a Jewish person, being able to, I can understand where you are, Mr. Greek, Mr. You know, um, Gentile, or I can still understand where you are, Mr. Jew, and the, the obstacles that you have to overcome in coming to Christ. Because while there are similarities, because we're all humans, they're different um, inhibitors based on your upbringing. And that's all he was saying. So this yes. could have been Timothy wanting to just go ahead and do that so he could go into the synagogue or he could do this, that, and other and not have to fight this extra battle of contention as they're delivering the letters that say, you cannot compel anybody to do this. You're not supposed to be doing that. That's not the will of the Holy Spirit. And here is how God judges this matter. Mm-hmm. No one else? I'll go. All okay. right, I promise. Okay, so, very, well, not very briefly. The Lord was talking to me about um, where I was, this is me paraphrasing, where I was talking about that the pu- actual Jewish people get angry because other people weren't circumcised and they didn't like it. And the Lord reminded me of inside of Romans where it says that, where it tells people to be circumcised of heart. And Romans 4, I believe, talks about how Abraham, when he received the promise, was uncircumcised before he received it. That's right. And it was only afterwards when he received the promise that he became circumcised. Mm-hmm. And um, Paul talks about that if a person's uncircumcised but they're circumcised of the heart, then it's counted them as circumcision. Correct. And it goes, the sa- it go- goes the same in an opposite manner for those who are circumcised. Mm-hmm. And how the people who are basing it on physical appearances instead of actually looking at the spirit and saying looking at what they want to learn and lord remind me of inside of exodus it talks about how if a foreigner wanted to come up it was talking about the passover it says if a foreigner wanted to come in among them a stranger it's that they could, but they had to be circumcised. And it wasn't more so being the circumcision part. It was more so the willingness. It wasn't just the strangers going, well, I guess I have to do this, so I have to come. It was their willingness to serve the Lord. And that was demonstrated by what they did. And you could see the opposite here with the Jews. They're saying that you can't want to serve the Lord unless you're circumcised. 
and mm-hmm. that was a sin to them as a result. And why were you going to say something? No, no, no. Go ahead, sweetheart. I know you're used to me interrupting, but carry on. I'm sorry. And how Mario pointed out that his father was Greek and how he couldn't do certain things because the law of Moses said, oh, I believe those who had, whose fathers were strangers that they couldn't enter into synagogues or places like that. And so the Lord showed me that he reminded me of how... Um, I believe it's Isaiah where it talks about that the Lord sees the hearts and that it's not about what the physical appearance looks like, but it's how the person's heart is towards the Lord. And you can see that there are several places. One example of this is King Josiah where, yes, it was King Josiah where it talks about that his heart was tender towards the Lord when he figured, when he found out what was going to happen and it wasn't saying it wasn't the lord saying well you this thing's already happened so you're already bad josiah then throwing him away he recognized that it was his heart towards the lord although he didn't do everything that seemed like he should have like getting rid of the high places mm-hmm. wait no king josiah did get rid of the high places sorry yeah that was it what else? That was it. Okay. Uh, we have talked about it, but just to make it more more plain, right? Because clearly this is an issue that kept coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The uh, they literally and they the apostles just dealt with it. It was why the the letter was written. That clue that after Timothy goes through the the whole process of circumcision. There's delivering these decrees, which we just read about in Acts chapter 15, right? Yes. Starting in in verse 22 through 29. But here it is. It comes up again. So it's two things to understand, right? One is the schemes of the enemy who will continue to try to shame or dis- have you build up in your mind, think of yourself unworthy or unrighteous because of a physical thing in an attempt for you to feel guilt and shame and all those things that are outside of the Lord who qualified you, who called you, who set a plan and purpose and a destiny track for your life without guilt and shame Mm -hmm. because it's not about the outward circumcision. Paul writes about this in many of his other letters. Mm -hmm. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7, 19, circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing, but what matters is keeping the commandments of God. Mm -hmm. In Galatians 5, 6, he says, for Christ Jesus, for in Christ Jesus, excuse me, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith working through love. And in other scriptures, he talks about not putting our faith in the flesh. Mm -hmm. 
as an in natural circumcision, but it's about our heart towards the Lord. That's what we must check. Amen. That's what the Lord is looking for. All right? And he says this con- the Lord says this constantly in scriptures. These people's lips or they honor these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Mm-hmm. So what is our heart towards the Lord? Are we quick to hear him? Mm-hmm. And obey. And, and <laughs> yes, and then the, the well, not just to hear only. Mm-hmm. but to, to be an effectual doer, as James says, right? Amen. To do, to be obedient to what he is commanding. It's a commandment. He may say it in a, the Lord may say it in a nice way. Mm-hmm. It's still a commandment. He's still telling you to do something. Or it's no different than a parent and a child. I may ask one of my children to do something. I don't care if it's, you know, something small. Can you get me a, a cup of water? Mm-hmm. But am I really asking? No. No, just, mm-hmm. but I say it in a nice way, right? Yes. yes. So how much more so our Lord and Savior, our Heavenly Father, who may ask us to do something, mm-hmm. well, let's recognize it's really a command. He's really telling us, hey, go do this. This is what I want. This yeah. is what I want you to do mm-hmm. for me. And it may be the same or be similar to what someone else is doing. It may be completely different. Mm-hmm. Right, but but that's the other aspect that we must be aware of. What is the Lord asking me to do? Amen. Let me run my race before the Lord mm-hmm. in order to win. So doing all that he's asked me to do. There may be some similarities with what he's asked you to do. We may be able to walk together for a time or you know, however that looks like to the Lord. He knows. But let's just, for each of us, independently, do or individually, independently, do what he has asked us to do. Mm-hmm. And he will take care of everything else, the collective. Amen. When when Christ is at the helm, everything will be done right. Amen. When he's at the helm of your life, at the helm of the body of Christ, at the helm of my life, nothing will be undone that needs to be done. It will not mm-hmm. go unfinished. It will not fail or fall to the ground. It's when we start trying to be at the helm that problems arise, not when Christ is doing it. Um, sweetheart, you said... Um, you read the scripture that says circumcision isn't anything and neither is circumcision. Right. Um, circumcision or uncircumcision. I think I said something twice. Um, but I what, left out Galatians uh, 6. I read Galatians 5, but I, I did not read Galatians 6, 12, and 13. It says, those who desire to make a good showing in the flesh try to compel you to be circumcised simply so that they will not be persuaded for the cross, persecuted, excuse me, for the cross of Christ. For those who are circumcised do not even keep the law themselves, but they desire to have you circumcised so that they may boast in your flesh. Right, and so circumcision only mattered because God said it. That's the only reason that it it mattered. And so like you um, you already mentioned that Abraham was called when he was uncircumcised, uh, Mm -hmm. promise you mentioned that. And the Lord made the covenant and was carrying it out and keeping it and loving him and blessing him, all of those things, without Abraham being circumcised. And it wasn't the circumcision that was pivotal for Abraham being received by God. It was his faith which produced his obedience. And, that, and we could say the same thing about Moses' children while he was um, out of Egypt for 40 years tending the sheep, right? That, his wife had an issue with the circumcision that happened where the reality is it was just about our heart to his, the, 
the heart towards the Lord. Are you willing to do whatever he asks you to do? And and physically for Abraham, not being circumcised was interfering with his ability mm-hmm. to reproduce. So it's it's not the circumcision that carries the power. It's not the outward and what like you read in the scriptures, the outward display so I can feel better about you. What? If so, your hair so is your pounded, flesh can feel better about right, you. Right. So if you wear this hairstyle, I can know that you're approved. No, not really. No. No, no, no. That doesn't make it's not any how sense. That works. Right. The Lord's word is the only thing that makes something relevant. Or, you know, that mm-hmm. that's all it that's all it is. And so as we are looking and examining our lives, are we counting value to the things that the Lord has said or the things that other people said that we should do or be? Exactly. And how are people really going to be able to tell if we're of the Lord or not? By your love. By our physical appearance or by Yes, our love towards the Lord, and as a result of that love, His glory, His mm-hmm. power, His might, His light is shining in and through us, recognizable by all. So others can look at you and go, something is different. Not by examining your right. man parts. Exactly. Or your lady parts, your, your privates, and going, oh, now you're approved, now you're not approved. Exactly. But His power, His glory... Just like with Moses, right? Shining through where people go, you're different. Mm-hmm. I want what you have. Mm-hmm. Which is Jesus. Amen. So let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Lord, we just thank you for your infinite grace and your mercy to us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to speak to us, Lord, and that you speak to us continually so that way we can walk in your wisdom, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you have given us your wisdom freely, Lord, and without reproach. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.